coming up in this episode of Can You Believe It? That is is fucked up. Creepy as shit. It's, did, did that creep anyone It's giving you the will. No, but yeah, I keep yeah. looking at that window just waiting for hands to appear. <laughs> <laughs> so that would just fuck me up right yeah. now. Yeah. Don't tell me that. <laughs> Going That's actually road. pretty good. You just Brady jones your way into, like, the actual explanation. I believe in Brady. <laughs> you were fools in the skies. Illuminati's controlling your life. Can you believe it? Drop circles and Jesus toast. And the kiss you fucked to go. Hello and welcome to Can You Believe It, a semi-regular podcast on the unexplained that asks the all-important question, can you believe it? My name is Matt Neal and I'm joined, as per usual, by Ghost Whisperer and Ghost Shouter, the Colonel. Thanks for joining us, Colonel. Hello. (laughs) I'm also joined by half-man, half-other half of the same man, Brady Jones. Welcome, Brady. (laughs) I'm a full man. (laughs) All one man. (laughs) Now, before we dive into today's tale of suspicious spookiness, uh, Colonel, can you tell us who today's sponsor is? Schmizmo. 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 Thank you to Schmizmo. Okay, I'm now going to tell a story of the unexplained to my friends, and we're going to ask the pertinent question, can you believe it? The story starts now. The B-3212, or 3212, I'm not sure what they had called. The B-3212. Is this the start of the story? Sorry? Is this the start of the story? Yes. Okay. The B-3212 <laughs> is a road that runs through the Dartmoor National Park in the English county of Devon in southwest England. Mm. It was originally called Carter's Road, apparently because it was built by a na- man named Carter. The road covers a distance of about 53 kilometres, or 33 miles, from Yelverton to Exeter, and slices through the very moors made famous by Sir Arthur Conan Doyle in the Sherlock Holmes adventure, The Hound of the Baskervilles. I think this is the second or third appearance of Sir Arthur Conan Doyle in one of these. Hmm. According to Google Maps, it takes one hour and 12 minutes to cover that distance of 53 kilometres. Hmm. Yeah? On no one- foot. In a car. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) I am a full man. Yes. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Yeah. In fact, Google Maps suggests a different route between Yelverton and Exeter that covers 80 kilometers. It only takes one hour and three minutes. We're right on the math on this so far. Understand what's going on? Mm. Perhaps this is because of the hairy hands of Dartmoor. Okay. <laughs> what? This is not this is not going where I thought it was going. It is purported that the legend of the hairy hands or unseen hands began around 1910 and relates to a six and a half kilometre stretch or roughly four miles of the B3212 between the locales of Two Bridges and Post Bridge. Although some posit the cursed stretch actually runs further south. Starting S- Right. So the stretch of road is known as the hairy hands. It's, an, it's a section of the road that is associated with the hairy hands. 
This is the section of the road. Okay, so what are the hairy hands then? Funny, I'm glad you asked that, Colonel. Hmm. The story goes that many travellers, whether they be in a car or riding a motorbike or a bicycle, had been run off the road when a pair of hands, either seen or unseen, had grabbed the steering wheel or handlebars, wrenching violently and sending the poor traveller into a ditch, tree or wall. Disembodied hairy hands. Some have even suggested the hands had even caused horses to shy and rear up. Typically, the rider or driver survived. Wow. That's in the early years. That was until June 1921, when we had the first reasonably well-documented incident of the hairy hands on the B-3212. Why do I get the feeling that, like, some, like, later on down the road here, like, some minister is going to use it as, like, some excuse for sexually assaulting somebody? Oh, God. Jesus, dude. (laughs) (laughs) Dr. E. H. Helby was riding his motorbike along the road with two young girls in the sidecar who were either his daughters or the daughters of the prison governor from nearby Dartmoor Prison in Princetown. Dr. Helby worked at the prison as the chief medical officer and resided in Princetown. He had driven the road on his motorbike many times. The two girls reported that Dr. Helby began to seemingly lose control of the motorbike. As he wrestled with the handlebars trying to maintain charge of the vehicle, he yelled for the girls to jump clear. They did and survived. Dr. Helby did not jump clear and died in the subsequent crash. Now, the crash was only retrospectively linked to the hairy hands. The girls in the crash didn't claim to see any hands in any reports that I saw. But this is a stretch of road where this is a known thing that apparently happens. So, this particular stretch of road, is Mm. it like, um, you know, particularly sort of windy or- Treacherous. uh, Yeah, in any way or- Bad environmental conditions, icy- we, we might, uh, we'll come to some of those things. Oh, just tell me now. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, I, I drove this road on Google Maps. Like, I just went through the whole thing and just, like, click, 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 Did go forward crash? and the whole thing. Stayed on the road <laughs> the whole just time. The hairy hands coming. But there's these hairy hands that pop hand. up halfway. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Soon after, on August 26, 1921, it was reported that a young army captain had seen a large pair of hairy hands take control of his motorbike and run it off the road. He survived. In a local newspaper report of the time, the officer is named only Captain M. He was described as being, quote, a very experienced rider. In an interview, uh, Captain M explained that the accident, quote, was not my fault. Believe it or not, something drove me off the road. It was his damn hairy hands, I tell you. (laughs) (laughs) A pair of hairy hands closed over mine. I felt them as plainly as as ever I felt anything in my life. Large, muscular, hairy hands. I fought them for all I was worth, but they were too strong for me. They forced the machine into the turf at the edge of the road, and I knew no more till I came to myself lying a few feet away on my face on the turf. Wow. He's having a laugh. Mm. (laughs) Having a laugh, are we? (laughs) Several weeks later, an early type of bus known as a Sharabank was travelling on the very same stretch of the B-3212 when it careened off the road when the bus driver lost control. 
A number of people were injured when they were thrown from their seats, although it doesn't appear anyone died in this incident. The driver's report was the same as Captain M's, that a pair of ghastly hairy hands had grabbed the wheel and forced him off the road. Wow. So we're racking them up. That's two. That's two now. <laughs> this is my road. <laughs> At some point, a significant number of accidents in this one stretch of road began to attract attention from the press, and tales of hairy or unseen hands became part of the story, although the details and dates of many of these incidents are scant. Around the time of Dr. E. H. Helby's death, another motorcyclist and his pillion passenger uh, offered up a similar story, except this time those involved said they clearly saw a large hairy hand grab the handlebars and force the bike off the road. Both rider and passenger survived to tell the tale. There were reports of further accidents in 1922 and 1926. So we're racking them up. Have any of them offered like any explanation as to... Or, or, or even like a description of the hands, like uh, they're just all disembodied this- hand, floating hands, disembodied hairy muscular hands. It's wow, like large gnarly hands. It's extremely absurd. It's um, it's creepy. Mm? Yeah, the fact that there's three now, and how many years apart are all? There's these? at least three. There's all in a, in the run of. There's three really good ones there, but there's there was sort of peripheral discussion about how there had been other in- incidents, and this is another confirmed yeah. thing of that. So, we're looking at there's probably maybe six or seven, maybe more incidents over the course of about five years or maybe so six years. So, from 1921. 21 to 26, but there yeah. was some talk of it back as far as 1910. Okay. But the, so, it was, it was already- So, that first one in 1921, there were already talk of it there was talk of it happening before that, but that's yeah. the first like uh, documented case you can find now. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Okay. So I'm thinking that there's maybe like a natural explanation for this phenomena. It's like- That's, yeah, that's what I was sort of angling yeah, at before. Yeah, it's like some kind of like a, like a, a, a rabbit or some kind of uh, rodent jumping uh, and hitting- Grabbing the, the steering like wheel. Like being rabbit. disturbed and jumping- yeah, I don't know. I, well, I mean, I, fair enough for the for the bikes, but for the bus. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, it doesn't really work. A giant rabbit jumped out and knocked me off my motorbike. <laughs> A well, giant <laughs> rabbit. <laughs> like this, I, I just can't understand how somebody can walk away and go, "No, it's just disembodied hands, like hairy hands." Maybe that's what makes this story so believable: is that people are telling this story repeatedly. Yeah, and, and just I mean, are really adamant that it is but f- without reason. You've also mentioned that like it's like a thing, like you know people talk about it already. So if you're crashing on this particular part of road, you oh, it was the hands. Yeah. 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 Oh, have you been drinking tonight? Uh, no, customer. It was the hands. The hairy hands. <laughs> the got hairy me. hands of yeah. trashed me bicycle. <laughs> Thanks, Osifer. <laughs> I haven't had a cunt all night, drinkstable. <laughs> so it seems it's not just motorists who have witnessed the hands at work in 1924 three years after dr helby's death a couple were camping in their caravan at the town of powder mills just a few hundred meters off the supposedly questionable stretch of the b3212 
According to a segment written by ufologist and cryptozoologist Nick Redfern in the book Real Ghosts, Restless Spirits and Haunted Places, the woman in question was (laughs) Devonshire folklorist Theo Brown, author of the books Devon Ghosts and Family Holidays Around Dartmoor. (laughs) (laughs) Wouldn't it be great if he, like, mixed up the lists? Yeah. (laughs) Just sending families to these oh, really eerie places. And shit. Yeah. Yeah. He had his head chopped off in there. <laughs> Perfect oh. for camping with the whole family. <laughs> Ms. Brown awoke in the middle of the night and instantly knew there was some very seriously menacing power near. And I must act very swiftly. Hang on. Where, where, where is she? She's in a caravan with her uh, partner, husband. Right. Okay. Uh, so, the, the caravans are not moving, they're camping. F- yes, they're camping. A few, only just a couple hundred uh, metres off this, off this road. Okay. The, yeah, the, right. road yep. Yep, the troubled road. As I looked up to the little window at the end of the caravan, I saw something moving. And as I stared, I saw it was the fingers and palm of a very large hand with many hairs on the joints and back of it, clawing up and up to the top of the window, which was a little open. <laughs> what? That is creepy as shit. I knew it wished to do harm to my husband sleeping below. I knew that the owner of the hand hated us and wished harm, and I knew it was no ordinary hand, and that no blow or shot would have pa- would have power over it. It was no ordinary wow. disembodied hand, yeah. self-propelling itself along. This its was fingers. a different kind of hand. Right, okay. <laughs> oh my god. Usually you can tell. <laughs> Almost unconsciously, I made the sign of the cross, and I prayed very much that we might be kept safe. At once, the hand slowly sank down out of sight, and I knew the danger was gone. I did say a thankful prayer, and fell at once into a peaceful sleep. Okay. Jesus one, hairy hand zero. (laughs) (laughs) We We stayed in that spot for several weeks, but I never felt the evil influence again near the caravan. But I did not feel happy... And would not for anything have walked alone on the moor at night. Mm-hmm. I would not have walked alone on the moor at night. <laughs> I mean, I would, probably wouldn't have done that anyway. But yeah, yeah. well, yeah, just yeah. <laughs> and that was kind of Irish too. It was a little bit Irish. I'm sorry for that. I can't do Welsh. I don't yeah. know how to do a Welsh accent. It's very difficult. It's just all the alphabet. It's all at once. <laughs> yeah. So, this, <laughs> this is a rare non-motorist account of the hairy hands, though. Most tales pertain to road users falling afoul of the hairsuit digits. In 1960, so we'll skip forward a bit, but uh, a motorist died while driving on the supposedly haunted stretch of the B3212. The man was found dead beneath his overturned car. From what police could tell, there was no other car involved and experts could find nothing mechanically wrong with the car. The cause of the accident is apparently unsolved and some have linked the death to the hairy hands. Mm -hmm. Two years later, a 28-year-old woman named Florence Warwick ran afoul of the hairy hands while visiting Dartmoor. She claims to have pulled over on the B3212 late one afternoon after a day of sightseeing to check a map, or in another version, it's to check the car's handbook after her car began to judder or after it had broken down. 
Quote, as I was reading in the failing light, a cold feeling suddenly came over me. I felt as if I was being watched. I looked up and saw a pair of huge, hairy hands pressed against the windscreen. I tried to scream but couldn't. I was frozen with fear. This is oh like as God. the car is moving. No, she's sitting in the no, car on the side on of the, the road. Side. Okay. That is that is fucked up. Creepy yeah. as shit. That is, it is a creepy idea that there's just this pair of hands disembodied hands yeah but like they haven't said that they're floating like i've kind of been just imagining that they're sort of floating around but they're like they're pulling themselves along There's on the ground some sense of them moving like as if they're attached to an arm kind of like it seems hinted at they you can't see an arm but you feel like they feel so like the they're rest moving of its the body way. is like invisible I don't and know. Only that the hands can be seen. Oh, it's just irking me out. It's weird. Especially just the image of this woman sitting in a car reading something and looking up and there's just yeah. two hands on the windscreen. Yep. Oh, it's, did, did that creep anyone It's giving you the willies. No, but yeah, I keep yeah. looking at that window just waiting for hands to appear. <laughs> <laughs> just go, that would just fuck me up right yeah. now. Yeah. Don't tell me that. <laughs> The disembodied hands crawled across the windscreen as Florence watched on in horror. Quote, it was horrible. They were just inches away. After what seemed a lifetime, I heard myself cry out and the hands seemed to vanish. Yeah, they hate it when, you know, humans cry out or like invoke the name of Jesus or Mm. some other completely superfluous thing well i mean what's that whole thing hands idle hands of the devil's play thing oh there you go yeah florence started her car and drove off in a daze wondering whether she had imagined the whole thing when she reached her destination she told her story to story to the friends she was staying with who then told her the legend of the hairy hands which is basically just everything i've told you so far okay well that was quite convenient wasn't yeah. it <laughs> don't have to go We've into that any further story. <laughs> in his 2003 booklet Supernatural Dartmoor writer Michael Williams recounts another story purportedly from a journalist named Rufus Endel Endel was from Plymouth and in 1979 he wrote a book about the Dartmoor prison which is where Dr. Helby had worked and it's very close to this area Endel, according to Williams, thought the hairy hands st- story was pure legend. That was until his own encounter with the hands one night near the town of Postbridge. Endel claimed that he was approaching a bridge on the B3212. A pair of hands grabbed the steering wheel. He fought to maintain control over the course of a very scary minute or so, but he avoided crashing. Jeez. It's unclear if Endel saw the hands or whether they were invisible, but he claims they went as inexplicably as they came that's insane like i thought it was just like but like a minute of like trying to fight like yeah (laughs) that's but that's but but stop the car yeah (laughs) like you don't keep driving and fight for a minute you go wait i'll put the brakes on and then you're just sitting there moving the wheel without actually <laughs> yeah, traveling. Yeah. For a full minute. Yeah. For a full and like, minute. Let's, like, it's a, a minute is a longer time than what you think. Oh, like, yeah, yeah. Especially in the the heat of the moment. Yeah. There's already like an inconsistency that I'm picking up on as far as like motorbike. Yep. Open air. Like in a bus, you know, windows closed kind of thing. Woman sitting beside the road hands are on the windshield and like you know couldn't get in presumably or whatever Mm. so but these this one is they're in the car yeah 
how the hands, the hands didn't, are the hand, in the, the hands did, did, didn't think to maybe oh. it's like and this this is freaky shit um but in Australia, like huntsmen's um, quite often get into aircon vents. <laughs> and and, and we, we should say that huntsmen's some are people- spiders, not like men from the woods. Ah, <laughs> uh, but just wait. wait. How big are they? Because they are as big as hands. They do have hairy hands. Yeah. But yeah, basically, maybe some of the guys are rocking around with Going the aircon. Natural explanation. That so, wait, are you saying that, that the hairy hands have crawled out of the aircon? Yeah, they've come in through the. Right. <laughs> the oh, I, thought, I thought you were suggesting I- that the hairy hands are actually spiders and that people are seeing a, a hairy spider and Ooh, that's actually losing control and going that's off the road. actually pretty good you just brady jones your way into like the actual explanation I, in brady. <laughs> I thought i thought you were going to say the hairy hands were already in the car waiting for their moment to strike that is a lot scary <laughs> <laughs> and how dare you put that thought in me <laughs> Think about that next time you get in your car. Just sitting there like this, you know, tapping their fingers, like waiting for you to get there. Yes, uh, yes. Like the thing from the Adams family, just like, here. yeah. <laughs> That's what I keep thinking of the thing, but like yeah. bigger and no wrist bit. No. Oh, yeah. Like yeah. no like, but wrist super bit. super hairy. I'm thinking and like- big. You know, Robin Williams, but large. No, I, I keep thinking of, you know- um, Andre the Giant's hands, oh. but covered in hair. No, you know when people like dress up in those big gorilla suits and the hands are like, they're just really hairy black gloves kind of thing. Like mm. just the fake gorilla hand. Oh, so that's like, what I'm we, picturing. We have, we have a color, like they are black. I don't, no, I, no, we don't really. Right, no. okay. We don't have any more dis- description beyond, as we said before, right, that just the hairy, hairy hands yeah. and they're, I'm going they're with, big. I'm going with- Triple XL Robin Williams. Okay. <laughs> Triple XL Robin Williams. <laughs> Disembodied Robin Williams. Michael Williams knew, knew Endel, having published Endel's book about the Dartmoor prison back in 1979. And Williams says Endel told him the story about Endel's encounter with the hands on the condition that Williams kept the story a secret until after Endel was dead. Uh, Williams says Endel asked him to, to do this for fear of ridicule. So, he waited until this guy died and then he told the story. Mm-hmm. Unfortunately, like many of these stories, there is no exact date or pinpoint location of the incident to accompany it. We just know it's vaguely on this stretch of road. Modern accounts of the hairy hands are rare. A poster named Hairy Hands on the everythingghost.co.uk forum in 2014. <laughs> Sounds like a legitimate source. Man, the places no, I have to go. It's actually the hands. The places I have to go. <laughs> It's the hands. Oh, explain yourself. Finally, a medium that it can get involved with. Yeah, and he can tell his story. And he chooses to tell his story at everythingghost.co.uk. Awesome. Uh, in 2014- Hey, hands here. Just, yeah. uh, just yeah. dropping another truth bomb about the whole uh, highway thing. Also, have you tried computer coin? Uh... uh so Harry Hands posted in 2014 a, a, sto- a story dating back to the mid 90s that apparently happened to Harry Hands's uncle. The uncle was working on a building site late one evening and heading headed home in his small van, taking the B3212 instead of his usual route, presumably to make up time. He said that as he drove across the moors in the dark, quote, he felt like the van was being followed or someone was watching him. The poster wrote that their uncle felt spooked. And then thought, quote, he saw someone on the side of the road, but he knew no one was there. Mm. That's a nothing report, isn't it? Like, yeah. 
a little just f- like a guy felt creeped out and may have yeah. S- yeah. seen something. There was something there, but then yeah. there wasn't something there, and I was mistaken the whole time. I mean, I'm so feeling isn't a little that bit weird. I'm feeling a little bit creeped out now. Is this going to be referenced later in like <laughs> a little our children's da- children's <laughs> podcast? <laughs> a little further down the road, he felt something grab hold of the steering wheel and attempt to drive him off the road. The uncle wrestled against the force, and as he looked down, he saw two large, hairy hands on the wheel. Despite his considerable strength earned from a lifetime as a builder, the hairy hands won the duel, and the van ran off the road. Wow. His van went up on the verge and banged hard onto the grass moor and almost wound up hitting a tree, but stopped, the poster wrote. Scared and in shock, the builder looked down at the wheel. The hands were gone. My uncle still swears blind that this happened to him, and he is not someone who admits to things like this. Wow. I'm just going to put it out there, okay? A builder working late on a building site and then driving home in the evening. Mm. I think he's been hanging around having a few drinks at the site. After yeah, work. yeah, yeah. But and I mean, it, it's not impossible. On the, like- on the way home, he's crashed because he's drunk and he's gone, no, no, it was the hairy hands. Well, look, there is that, but I mean, there's like, I've, um, you know, there's been renovations on like my family home and builders have like, we're working overtime for whatever reason. So it's, it's not impossible. Okay. Yeah. All right. Like he's hanging out just. I'm just thinking that the the Occam's razor of what's most probable is, could potentially be a builder had a few drinks driving home crashes blames it on the hairy hands mm. yeah I, I also like the spider theory that like spiders have just like dropped you know a, a down from the windshield or whatever and it's like a hairy sort of hand kind of yeah. thing and it's made people but i mean like dudes are like fighting this like unless this is like insanely you know strong spider <laughs> oh yeah it was the biggest spider ever it actually could have been a hand a hairy hand it's so big it grabbed the steering wheel yeah. that sounds like an australian spider i don't think that's a british spider yeah one website references a 2008 incident in which motorists claimed to see a huge pair of what looked like hairy paws grab his steering wheel in an attempt to force him off the road but there is no source to this claim so, what could be behind such a unique and unwanted disembodied co-pilot on the B-3212? Mm, give us the so, origin story. All right, here we go. Some re- researchers, including cryptozoologist Jonathan Downs, have suggested the hands are a manifestation of a creature from Celtic folklore known as a Kelpie. Ah, uh, uh. yes, yes. Kelpies, also known as water horses or Eokushka, are water-dwelling shapeshifters that are quote, widely thought to be malevolent, capable of luring many innocent souls to their deaths in its subaquatic lair. Typically, they would appear to weary travellers as a beautiful horse, and once the unfortunate soul had climbed on the back of the beast, they would find they could not dismount. The Kelpie would then gallop into the depths, dragging the hapless traveller to a watery grave. Oh, hop on me back, (laughs) I'd give you a ride. Straight into the water! (laughs) Downs... And others argued that, that like the hairy hands and the kelp, uh, and the kelpie shared in common a particular liking for attacking travellers. There was also a belief that kelpies could transform into a giant hairy man, which some believe could explain the hairy hands of Dartmoor. Hmm. So, yeah, kelpies is yeah. the explanation that we're giving. Water horses. Good, honest working dogs. <laughs> <laughs> now, the most common suggestion 
is that the that it is the spirit of a driver who perished on that very road, or perhaps they belong to a long dead prisoner of the nearby Dartmoor prison, which was opened in 1809 and still operates today. Yeah, when you started, I thought you were going to kick into, you know, the hitchhiker thing where like he got into the car and then we drove down the road and there was an accident and we looked back and the hitchhiker was no longer there and we realized it was the woman getting loaded into the ambulance all along. You know, like that classic... No. <laughs> what? Brady looks terrified right now. That's a really good urban legend. But yeah, that's you, that, yeah. I could see why you thought that's where that was going. Yeah. The, mm-hmm. You know, the phantom hitchhiker, I believe that story's called. Yeah. yeah. Yep. Cool. Real, Brady. Real. Yeah. Something more um, for you to think about while you're trying to get to sleep, Brady. I, I have read the phantom comic in the standard many a time. <laughs> <laughs> well, no particular dead person has been suggested as the phantom responsible for the hairy hands. The Moors of the West Country are renowned for their tales of the supernatural, which perhaps which perhaps why it proved a popular setting for the likes of Sir Arthur Conan Doyle and Agatha Christie. Cool. The moors of Dartmoor are said to be home to pixies, a headless horseman, a pack of spectral hounds, a large demonic black dog, and a big cat. Dolphin men, wow. uh, <laughs> crab men, uh... turtles. <laughs> there are numerous ghost stories and legends associated with various tombs, crosses, and rock piles dotted across the countryside. There are even two well-known legends connected to the area in which the devil himself was said to have visited the moors. Oh, you don't want to go mm-hmm. near the the uh, haunted rock piles. <laughs> one one of these stories dates from 1638 at the town of Widdicombe in the Moor, which lies just eight kilometres from the B3212. So, there's one of the places the devil supposedly visited. The other tale comes from the late 13th century from an area known as Branscombe's Loaf, some 20 kilometers northwest of the fabled section of the B3212. So there is a shit ton of legends and hauntings and stuff all around this area, which is partly, it makes me partly think that's why no one's gone, oh, the hairy hands, that's definitely connected to this. It's like, oh, it's just another fucking thing. You know, like, yeah. yeah. Mm. Can you believe it? Uh, woof. Um, no. No? <laughs> yeah. Is this a lot of people just making up the same bullshit story? Yeah, I think so. I mean, it, it, I kind of clued onto it when you were sort of saying that people were talking about this phenomenon for, you know, mm. a while now and it's sort of become a thing. And, like, you you still, and this is a point of uh, perhaps improvement, uh <laughs> Like the the actual um, layout of the road, like is it is it windy? Like when you were driving it virtually, it, did it look like a pretty hairy sort of ordeal? Or uh, I'll come to that very shortly, uh, Colonel. Do you want to? Oh uh, man, okay. <laughs> so I solved it. Thank you. May- yeah, maybe, uh, Colonel. Where where do you sit on the uh, hairy hands of Dartmoor? Um, it's a cool story, obviously. Um, but yeah, there's, there's, it just seems like one of those things that's like a tourist attraction and you go there looking for this thing and all of a sudden looking you find- Looking for a car accident. Well, no, like, you know, like- That's what I look for on a holiday. Well, like you, you drive this particular road because you want to encounter the hands and then all you have to do to add to the mystery is 
get you it's know crash. Like, it's, it's, it's to go somewhere and say oh the hands tried to run me off the road and but i regained control and didn't quite crash or just blame a crash on the hands yeah, yeah. like it's it's just it's a wonderful scapegoat legend to use if you did happen to yeah, get shit faced like and blaming, plow into yeah. a tree yeah, it's like, like blaming yeah. things on leprechauns or like fairies like oh that's oh, why i drank the fairies no, the fairies me. crushed me car yeah, <laughs> yeah. uh okay so no one believes it. Anyway, good. Strangely, for a local legend, it's the locals themselves who are most skeptical of the story, it seems. The locals apparently dismiss the accidents as being the result of inexperienced grockles, which is the Devon word for tourists, apparently. Grockles. Grockles. Yeah. And they blame it on grockles driving at unsafe speeds on unfamiliar roads. High stone fences border some stretches, although it must be said the supposed hairy hand section of the road between two bridges and post bridge is mostly straight. Yeah, right. However, the northern section of the B3212 closer to Exeter becomes far windier and there are no fences at all in parts of the road. In fact, if you take a Google Street View cruise along the B3212, you can see wild horses wandering on the road and sheep grazing right beside the asphalt. Further up the road, there are signs warning of wandering cattle and the road is hemmed in by high stone walls with no room to move. I'm kind of more surprised that there's wild horses in England. Yeah. Well, I assume they're wild because, I mean, they're just, yeah, they're just just wandering along the road, like, and no one around. I I don't know. One website detailing the roads of England notes the legend and also attributes it to drivers not knowing the area or driving to the conditions. It also notes at one point that, quote, the road is now more or less straight, which at least gives drivers ample warning of animals trying to cross the road. The earliest accounts from 1921 reportedly come from a visiting journalist, Mr. T. Gifford from the Daily Mail, who began investigating after supposedly coming across multiple accounts of crashes on the same stretch of road. However, there were no surviving statistics to suggest how many crashes there were or where precisely on the road they were, or indeed whether they were statistically worse than anywhere else in the country at that time when (laughs) people weren't used to driving motorcycles or cars or, you know. Like, um, it's so hilarious, like, cars get invented and, you know, naturally, like, the speed kind of picks up quite significantly. So, people who are used to, like, kicking around on horseback and in carriages are, like, all of a sudden traveling at, like, a at 25 kilometers <laughs> per hour and just cannot deal. <laughs> oh. This is my favorite bit, though. Many people attribute the accidents to the road surface itself. So, the B3212 reportedly had an adverse camber, meaning the height difference between the edge of the road and the centre of the road was greater than on most roads. So, so from the edge of the road, it goes up really high into the middle and then down again. So, if you're driving it, you're kind of on a tilt, like, towards the um, the edge. If you're not used to that, it's going to fuck with you while you're driving. So, driving on a road that appears flat but that has a high camber could indeed feel like an unseen force had taken control control of the car. And it's trying to pull you to one way off the road because it, it looks like it's flat, but it's actually got a lean on it. Mm. So, it's going to pull you naturally off the road. And I mean, I'm sure that's the thing like as far as like if you're- um <laughs> turning left, um, <laughs> that you need that kind of- uh, sort of gentle sort of um, 
tilt to that side. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. And, and if all of a sudden you're turning left and it's like, it feels like you're kind of getting sucked off the road. Yeah. Or if you go to, if you go to turn right and you, yeah. the, the tilt of the road is probably going to push you out further. Yeah. Yeah. That's, yeah. Yeah. Yep. That's kind I, of what I, I was I, horribly like, describing. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. Scene though, like you're, you're driving along, you, you're hitting that, you know, you're starting to turn, you look down, you're having a like life flash before your eyes moment. You have an out of body kind of experience. You look down, see your own hands clutching the steering wheel, turning. Yeah. Maybe that's what it is. Mm. According to one book, investigations into the road were carried out and it was believed the cause of the accidents was a combination of the dangerous camber of the road and people unfamiliar with the area driving too fast. Quote, the road was subsequently altered and there have apparently been no reports of hairy hands since. So, there you have it. Some significant roadworks put to rest the legend <laughs> of the hairy hands of Dartmoor. It's just, it's so silly that like some dude driving home or like traveling along that road decided that I was going to blame it on hairy hands instead of like something more plausible like... I, I don't know, like even like a hound, like a hound, like or something, something out, jumped like, out of me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah like, this, it does smack of one dude's like drunken lie has just then, gotten yeah. sn- has snowballed, or like, or like you know, like oh, I was traveling home, it could have been the hairy hair or a pair of hairy hands, and then it becomes like this joke that then you know snowballs and continues, yeah, like and it gives everyone an out, yeah, subsequent to that, yeah. yeah. So I mean it's 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 especially odd because it's as you've sort of covered earlier like there's sort of the the headless horseman and all this shit also apparently active yeah, in this th- area and instead you opt for disembodied hairy muscular yeah. hands yeah like so there was, there's there was the, head, the headless horseman the hands like is there a, like a torso of like somewhere or <laughs> the- torso of Thropshire? I'm going to I'm going to do another story from this from Dartmoor from this area because as soon as I started researching it's like there's just shit everywhere but as that list before pixies a headless horseman a pack of spectral hounds a large demonic black dog and a big cat plus there's ghost stories and the devil's been there twice isn't it like the well, like the the green children from around that area too like oh, the Oh I don't know about that one. Oh really yeah, yeah there's like a like a uh, legend of like these green children showing up in some uh, village, village or town, and they came from like this fairy realm, and yeah, that, oh, that, wow, that, that's cool. a cool story. Yeah, right. That's um, what's that's uh, what's that book that got turned into a miniseries? Um, uh, Jonathan Strange and Mister Norrell. Do you guys mm. seen that? No. It's about these. It's set in like the eighteen hundreds, and it's purporting that magic still exists or did exist in England. A lot of these fairy stories, the kind of like green children thing you're talking about and like the fae world kind of thing where the fairies exist and they've gone to hide. And there's all these people who claim to still be magicians and wizards, but they're just really like old men having within their own secret club. And then this one guy turns up who can just do all this magic and he's the first one to do magic in the longest time. And it goes into all this stuff about, yeah, like- the other reality that's just behind the wall of England and pixies and fairies and all that, that kind of like, stuff. That's yeah. pretty similar to like um, uh, Harry, Potter. Harry Potter. Yeah, yeah, yeah true. This yeah. predates Harry Potter, but it's it's a great book um, and a, re- a really good TV series as well. But yeah. Anyway, I do digress. Dartmoor, heaps of cool shit going on. Harry Hands is not one of them. It's <laughs> a, a bumpy road. This uh, is the short version. 
<laughs> yeah. of that story. <laughs> Too long didn't read. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Um, thanks very much for listening. Uh, the sources for all of this, and there's quite a lot of sources for this. There's lots of uh, good uh, literature on the the ghosts and stories of Dartmoor. Uh, so all the list the listed sources will be there on the Spotify and the various other places that you um, find this. Uh, like and subscribe. You shouldn't That's- like. You shouldn't have just like and um, directed people anywhere. Just wait for a pair of disembodied hairy hands <laughs> to take you to the sources or the show. <laughs> this is actually going to explain why you're here. Yeah, this yeah. Is the, <laughs> the only platform that we're on now is hairy hands. If we all yeah. believe, maybe we'll like summon him. Yeah, no, like we'll bring he'll, them back. He'll bring us manifest the hairy listeners. hands. <laughs> I just. I kept thinking all the way through that, that if a pair of hands appeared at that window, I would shit myself. It would just be the scariest thing ever. Yeah. And it's just hands, but I can see how this is scary to people in that story. Yeah, massively. Yeah. Yeah. Freak me out. There you go. There's the uh, legend of the hairy hands. Don't wave at me. Don't wave at me. (laughs) Bye now. Bye everyone. I'm waving. I'm waving. Bye. Thanks for listening. And uh, yeah, watch out for those hairy hands. See ya.